I'm John, and tonight I want answers about Liz Cheney, Arizona recount, the California governor recall. I'm John Thompson. I'm John A. Vink. I'm Keith Statenfield. I'm Loretta Beavers. I'm A.J. Minnick. I'm Jennifer Sim. I'm Jim Tu. I'm Bobby Chastain. These stories tonight on John Wants Answers. John Wants Answers. Give John Answers. John Wants Answers. John Wants Answers. Give John Answers now. All right, it's May 13th, 2021. And my guest tonight is Keith Statenfield. Hello, Keith. Hi, John. How has your May been going? It's fine. Happy first vaccination, as I understand. Babbed me yeah. three weeks ago. Hey, good going. Second vaccination next week. How many vaccinations have you gotten? Oh, we're done. I I, I have the one and done. Oh, you got the J&J. &J. I got the J&J. &J. They banned it. The time we specifically went to faraway lands to get the J&J. &J. And then California had to pause it when we got there. Everyone. Like so we got the, they paused it. I got the modern vaccine instead. Sure, yeah, it's, it's better anyway. Yeah, yeah. It sounds French. It, it sounds like it's new and modern. Yeah, moderna. Well, if you say it like moderna, it sounds French. Or Italian, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get straight into the topics today, shall we? Okay. Uh, wait, do, wait, wait. Do I actually have a choice here? Like I, I've just been like a go along, get along guy for all these years. But right. like, if I could go in a different direction right now, we could have a whole different show. But we did that once, and you didn't like it. <laughs> That's our first episode. Yeah, we didn't quite agree on what was going to happen. Yeah, good times. Good times. Now we can look back and laugh. Yeah. Well, I laughed at the time. Yes, you did. Yeah. Um. Well, if you were in control, what would we do right now? Um, I could ask you uncomfortable questions about your sexual prolicivities. Oh, no. <laughs> but but PG-rated. I'm just going to edit that part out. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so our first topic is Liz Cheney. Now, this is a person in the news recently. Yeah, today um, and yesterday. A member of Congress. Correct? Correct. Representative. From which state? Wyoming. Now, Cheney, I remember that word from 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, is she related to a Dick Cheney? She is. Vice President of the United States? Yeah. Okay. How long has she been in Congress for? Uh, not long, like three or four years. Oh, so she's pretty new. Yeah. So she's in the news because her party has stopped liking her. Uh, well, yes. And more specifically, they removed her from a leadership position she held. Why are they unhappy with her? Um, they are unhappy with her because she does not think Donald Trump's claims that the election were stolen are correct. And she thinks Donald Trump should be uh, tossed out of the Republican Party. They shouldn't 
listen to him or anything. They should not support him if he tries to run for president mm -hmm. or any other office in the future as a Republican. Uh, she thinks his claims about there being a big lie and stolen elections are hurting the Republican Party and going to drive it to ruin. So she sounds like a smart, level-headed lady. Yeah, she's on this, she's probably entirely correct. Right. I mean, she's still really conservative, so I think she's wrong on lots of things. Um, but isn't there a lot of other Republicans who also do not think that the election was stolen? Like even I think Mitch McConnell said, you know, there is no corruption, let's just move forward. Uh, in the Senate, there are significantly more Republicans that are willing to publicly say, I don't think there's any evidence that the election was stolen or that people voted in any significant numbers incorrectly or that the procedures were changed before the election to prevent Trump from legally or properly winning. So the House representatives, the GOP there, tends to not believe that Trump lost. Um, well, I mean, it was, you know, a hundred and some odd representatives voted on January 6th to not accept the electoral college numbers. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the people in the House serve for two years. They tend to be even more partisan than people in the Senate are. And at present, an awful lot of House representatives um, are very firmly in the Trump is the leader of the Republican Party camp. Hmm. So is, is Liz Cheney alone in, in the House for her? Uh, she's not alone in the House. There are a few other representatives that have hmm. essentially said the Trump is wrong. The election right. was correct. Joe Biden is the president properly, um, but they are not in leadership positions within the House. So they are, they draw less attention to themselves. How did Liz Cheney become, I believe, the number third highest ranking member in such a short time in the House? Um, well, it doesn't hurt when your father was the vice president. 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, 15 years before you got elected. She has been active in Republican politics for a long time. You know, she finally chose to run for elected office, but she had served uh, in the Republican Party at various national level posts for quite a while. Hmm. And she is quite conservative and she is an effective fundraiser and speaks well, has a good family name. So they removed her from, I guess, committees. Um, Don't know if they removed her from committees. What was she removed from then? She was removed essentially from the number three position in the house. Uh, McCarthy is number one. Uh, House Minority Leader. Um, 
Cheney was essentially supposed to be kind of the figurehead for the Republican Party members in the House. She was supposed to help set the agenda. She was supposed to, you know, be out front carrying the lanterns so that everyone knew what direction the party wanted to go. And then you have the whips whose job is to come up and corral members into voting for potentially unpopular things. But she's still in the House. They didn't she's vote still to take her Hmm? Correct. Yeah, they would have to impeach her to throw her out of the house. Um, I remember earlier this year when Marjorie Green Taylor, or Taylor Marjorie Green, Taylor Green, um, when she was elected, um, they voted to take her off the committees. Well, after she was elected, she got put on a couple committees mm -hmm. after Congress started up again, and then because of because of who she is and the terrible things she said, they mm -hmm. voted to remove her from all of her committees. So she gets to vote on the floor of the House, mm -hmm. but she doesn't serve in any committee, so she doesn't vote in any committees. Wasn't there also a possibility that the they could vote not to seat her? Uh, they could have voted not to seat her, but they already had voted to seat her, so... Hmm. Okay, And it is very unlikely that they would vote not to seat a member of Congress who got a very clear majority and who wasn't, mm -hmm. uh, you know, convicted felon or not yet foreign agent. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. that's that's 2024. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so our next topic is the Arizona recount. So are they counting all the ballots in Arizona again? No, no, no. Um, they're only counting the votes, the ballots in Maricopa, Mariposa County, Maricopa County. Is that the Maricopa. one that has the big city in it? Um, it is. It it is one of the larger, more populated districts, and it's a district that Biden won because it tends to lean. Democratic compared to the rest of Arizona. I mean, they wouldn't recount a county that Biden lost. Well, if they thought they could find, you know, 40,000 plus ballots that had voted for Trump, but which weren't counted, they mm -hmm. might do that. But it seems awful unlikely that that would happen. Okay. So who is behind the recount? Um, nominally, I believe it's the Senate, the state Senate in Arizona, okay, which, uh, voted to subpoena the ballots from Maricopa County, mm -hmm. and then voted to spend uh, at least one hundred fifty thousand dollars to hire a company to supervise an audit of the ballots. Hadn't these ballots? already been recounted once before more than once before okay i mean they were counted for election right um they had a uh recount a couple weeks later um they in january had they hired an outside firm 
uh, to do an audit of the election for, I think not just Maricopa County, but some other counties as well. That firm did spot checks and they looked at a bunch of things and said, we have no reason to believe any funny stuff went on. Mm -hmm. None of their checks found anything that differed in any significant way from the first recount. So what new evidence is there to support this new recount? Oh, there's tons of evidence because they there's 150,000 of them. What do you mean? $150,000, man. We Sure. Give me the money. We'll do a recount. Uh, I mean, I don't believe there's any new evidence. Uh, there are people that say it. I mean, at the base of it, the evidence is Arizona usually votes for Republicans and it voted for a Democrat in this case. So it mm -hmm. must have been a stolen election because it is inconceivable that Arizona would be stupid enough to vote for Biden and not Trump. I see. Um, if you're just joining us now, I'm talking with Keith Statenfield about the Arizona recount. Now, the election's already certified. So like the result of this recount couldn't possibly change anything is Correct. that right correct so this is just an exercise in in what <laughs> futility <laughs> um i mean you could plausibly say if we found significant fraud that we would then look at how did this fraud happen and we would change the laws or the policies or the procedures to keep that from happening again. None of the things I've heard them talking about as things they are even looking at seem to rise to that level. You know, they, one of the people that is helping, uh, is helping fund the recount because it costs way more than $150,000. So a bunch of private people are tossing hundreds of thousand dollars in to pay all these people to be there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one person was like, well, we can tell based on how the ballot is folded, whether a real person voted it and then put it in the thing to send it in, or if it went through a machine that made it look like a person voted, but they filled out the ballot with a machine. And the way the machine would have put folds in the ballot is it moved through the machine. I'm very good at folding paper. I can fold paper to make it look like a machine folded it. I'm um, that good. Uh, you know, there's the claim that 40,000 ballots were printed elsewhere in the world, filled out, and then dropped off in Arizona in ballot drop boxes. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's what gave Biden the margin of victory. So they are looking at ballots with high-powered cameras to find bamboo paper fibers. Because we don't use bamboo and paper here, mm -hmm. but they use bamboo and paper in other places in the world. And so if we find bamboo in the paper, we'll know this is a fake ballot. Um, but where did the allegation of bamboo paper even come from? Like some, made up? Yeah, some person made it up. And okay. they started talking about it on OAN and Fox News and the QAnon people started talking about how 
ballots came here from China. That's the only way it could have possibly happened. But ballots are checked against like voter rolls before they're counted, right? Um, if you voted in person, then you would have been checked off on a voting list in the precinct you voted in. Mm -hmm. If you voted with a mail-in ballot, they would have verified your signature on the envelope that got returned before they even opened it up to count the ballot. Um, right. Ballots have uh, control numbers on them. So they would have validated that no control number was reused. And so no ballot was cast more than once. They would have verified that the control numbers were control numbers they printed ballots for. They would have caught 40,000 um, random votes. The odds end. of 40,000 people, you know, the odds of 40,000 ballots somehow sneaking through are astronomically low. Mm -hmm. Nonetheless, how long do they keep these ballots in warehouses for? Um, I don't know if they keep them forever, but I think they keep them for years. It's possible they keep them until anyone who took office on that ballot has left office. Hmm. So they keep they could keep on recounting these ballots, you know, constantly. Well, eventually they'll the heat death of the universe will ensure that that is not a unending problem. Okay. All right, so next we have California Governor Recall. Okay. It's the most uh, exciting time of the election year. Hmm? It's the most exciting time of the election year. It's recall time. Recall time. Um, so was the, there was a lot of talk about the governor of California being recalled. Yeah. What was the governor recalled? I think so. Not sure if it's totally official yet, but they have apparently turned in more than enough signatures and there's no reason to believe they aren't valid. So I believe there is a recall that has either officially been called or will soon be called. So how is a governor recalled in California? Uh, you have to collect signatures of I think 12% of the number of people who voted in the last gubernatorial election. That's a fair amount, I suppose. It, it is, but gubernatorial elections are always lower turnout than presidential mm -hmm. elections. And you have to collect 12% of that turnout. So right. yes, but no. Uh, why do you think Governor Newsom was recalled? Um, I mean, largely he was recalled because they can embarrass him and make him force him to defend his, defend his office and therefore keep him from doing other things that he otherwise would want to do during his time as governor. Okay. So the current governor is a Democrat. Correct. So I imagine that the people behind the recall are Republicans. That's correct. And they just want to keep them busy instead of doing the Democratic. Yeah, thing. I mean, they successfully recalled Gray Davis 20 years ago. 
almost 20 years ago. I think it was over 20. I think when I came to California in 96, he was governor. Then they recalled him. Yeah, it's around then. So it sounds like if there's ever a Democratic governor elected, the Republicans can just constantly recall him for his entire term. Yeah, I don't know if you can recall a governor more than once during a term if the first recall fails. Hmm. But I mean, it recall is a low, sadly, a low bar. Right. And, you know, in general, I think Newsom won with more than 60% of the vote last time. Mm-hmm. But that means, you know, maybe 25% of the state does not like the governor. And you only need 12% of the state to recall him. Right. So it is always going to be the case that the number of votes necessary to start a recall is probably well under the number of, you know, it's probably well under the number of people that oppose the governor. Now, at present, you know, the numbers right now are that Gavin Newsom is not going to be recalled because in the election, they have to get a majority to vote to recall the governor. Mm -hmm. And it currently Newsom is polling above 60% of people who say they will vote no in the recall. So it's a colossal waste of time and money, but colossal wastes of time and money are not, they they don't hurt the Republicans in the state. Because there are practically no Republicans in the state that hold office to be to be injured, you know, to be to have this negatively affect their political futures. Uh, who's the uh, big contender on the Republican side? Um, uh, someone Cox. I can't remember his first name. I think it's John. John Cox, yeah. That's my name. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, he has gotten out early. He's, he's already lost to Newsom before. He's got a bear, though. Uh, he rented a bear uh-huh. to stand behind him. And distract everyone. Event. Uh-huh. Uh, just another reason you can say, maybe not a smart guy. I mean, bears... Bears kill people when they want to. Mm-hmm. Why would you have a bear walking around behind you? Um, there's, there's a, there's a bear on the that, California flag, but are there really, that many bears in California? Uh, I don't think there are. I think the bear on the California flag went extinct. Oh, okay. I think we've got bears back in California now, but... There's lots of bears where I come from in yeah. British Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. Polar bears. No. Black bears. Uh, I think there are brown bears and black bears. Mm-hmm. I think brown bears are just grizzly bears. No. 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 Okay. I went to Alaska and I harassed. You don't think bears. they have any polar bears in northern British Columbia? No. No, it's not north enough. Okay. Maybe I think it's more like a Yukon thing. 
Yeah, yeah, they Northwest. do prefer the tundra, the vast white ocean. Those are the ones that eat seals. Yeah. Yeah. But not penguins. There's no penguins up there. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, that far side cartoon lied to us. What did it say? It was the one where there was a, like a iceberg full of penguins. Uh huh. And one penguin was like, have you seen Bob lately? And then you notice that one of the penguins is in fact a polar bear with a fake little penguin nose on. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, he's just. Are there any polar bears in Antarctica? Because that's where all the penguins are. No, there are no polar bears in Antarctica. Who eats them there? Down, It's the sharks? Probably. Who eat them? Yeah, and the ice, ice worms. Or the seals. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if seals eat penguins or not. I know sharks eat seals. So I yeah. saw that nature documentary about the seal that was escaping free. It was swimming for its life. Oh. It's a shark behind it. And then at the last minute, it shot up through the water onto the land. <laughs> Take that, shark. I guess this nature documentary, the, uh, the seal was the protagonist. So you're like rooting for the seal. Yeah. Yeah. But if it was like a, a shark episode, you'd be like, come on, shark, get that seal. You need get to eat seal. You need sustenance, man. Yeah. I'm not going to sing the baby shark song, although I've. Please don't. Okay. So the vaccination, I'm yeah. getting shot number two Woo. of my Moderna yeah. next week. And they say at two weeks after that, it means I'll be immune. But I'm told so I can stop wearing a mask. They don't actually know when you achieve peak immunity. What they know is two weeks after your second shot, you are 90 odd percent less likely to catch COVID than a unvaccinated person. But it's never and the news came out today. All of the shots. Uh, all the ones in the U.S., Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, and Moderna, roughly two to three weeks after your first shot, you are essentially, you have almost a 0% chance of catching COVID and requiring hospitalization. So, so you, you're three weeks after your first Moderna shot, you are your immune system is capable of keeping COVID-19 from making you sick enough that you have to go to a hospital or require mm -hmm. significant palliative care. Today, the CDC announced that if you've had your, both your shots plus your two weeks, you don't need yeah. to wear a mask anymore. Correct. In, in, in indoor situations, they already said that for outdoors. Okay. You know, like three or four weeks ago, they said, if you are outdoors and you are not near other people, you don't need to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. If you are outdoors and vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. You can be outdoors with unvaccinated people. They should wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Now they have extended that 
to be indoors. If you are vaccinated and indoors, you no longer need to wear a mask. If you aren't vaccinated, you still need to wear a mask. But if you take the indoors and outdoors, that covers everything. It, well, there is underground, but yes, that covers everything. I would say underground is indoors. Yeah, me too. Well, there's no door. What if it's a cave? <laughs> indoors. It depends how close to the entrance of the cave you are. Yeah. Right at the entrance, like, it's outdoors. Is it a cave in Wuhan full of bats? Because <laughs> that's probably dangerous. There's probably COVID-20 there. I hope they'd, they'd burn down that cave by now or something. No. That'd be COVID-21, wouldn't it? COVID-21. Like it's too late for COVID-20. Yep. Yeah. Man, we fought off 21 of these COVIDs already. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, 20 of them. Mm. Well, I think it's all the time we have today, Keith. We'll, uh, we'll see you next month in June. Okay. Well, who's going to be your guest in June, John? Because um, I'm going to tell you, Terry Gross always tells you who her guest tomorrow is. But our show's not tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying Terry Gross would know. Like, she'd, she'd have a stack of the books for the guest a month from now, and she'd have read all of them. Have you read any of my books? I have read all of your books.